Oh. Kimmy, Kim, why don't you do something? Oh. Susie. No tricks, no treats. Scary monsters. Super creeps. Keep me running. Trick or treat? What does that mean? It means you give us some cash. No sweets, no credit cards. Why? Because it's the end of October. Trick or treat, trick or treat, the bitter and the sweet. Trick or treat, trick or treat, the bitter and the sweet. <laughs>It's the end of October, and well, that can only mean one thing. The culmination of Spooktober equals Halloween, the spookiest, scariest, creepiest, strangest night of the year. With as much chocolate as you can cram in, of course. I've already unleashed a festive, spooky episode this October, but this will be a full-on Halloween episode where instead of Merry Britsmas, it becomes Merry Spooksmas, and all things British and spooky explored. In this episode... I'll talk about some scary indie British songs, Scottish Halloween traditions, and a British sitcom, My Family. Not my family, another family, but called My Family. (laughs) My Family was a BBC sitcom that started in 2000 and ran for 11 seasons until 2011. It was voted 24th in a poll of Britain's best sitcoms, but has kind of been forgotten about in recent years. No one really talks about it anymore, but it's still available here on the BBC iPlayer. The show follows the Harpers, a middle-class family from Chiswick in London. We see the tribulations of family life, especially with difficult kids around. Suffering parents are Dentist Ben, played by Robert Lindsay, and Susan, played by Zoe Wanamaker, who also played Madame Hooch in Harry Potter. Their kids are the rather dopey Nick, played by Chris Marshall, also in Love Actually, rebellious Janie, played by Daniela Denbiash, and the youngest, Michael, played by Gabriel Thompson. Two other more regular characters who appear are the clumsy and dim Abby, a first cousin of Ben, and Roger, an over-enthusiastic dentist friend of Ben's. There are numerous Christmas episodes, but this is not a Christmas podcast today. It's Halloween time. So let's go to series four and an episode called Friday the 31st. It actually aired far away from Halloween on May 9th, 2003, but it is a Halloween set episode. Ben is not happy as his wife and Abby carve pumpkins. So what do you think we should do tonight? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be sitting on the sofa with a large glass of beer watching the telly. But it's Halloween. Same answer. <laughs> Come on, Halloween's just a scam made up by sweet makers to sell more sweets. It's like Valentine's Day, another scam, isn't it? You know, flowers, chocolates, cards, just to appease some woman's stunted idea of romance. <laughs> well, maybe not Valentine's Day. Mother's Day? I'll say it. Shut up, Ben. Thank you. But Susan has got into the spirit of things around the house to try and inspire Ben. Oh, what the... <laughs> I converted the whole place into a house of horrors for visiting trick-or-treaters. Didn't take much converting. <laughs> no time for that. I've hired you a costume for tonight. 
I am not wearing a costume. Oh, but it's a really, really good one. It better be a warm one, because when I put it on, it'll be a cold day in hell. <laughs> but it doesn't work, and he decides to reject some trick-or-treaters. <laughs> trick-or-treat! Oh, God, it started. What you got for us, mister? I think you want my wife. Nah. Sweets will do. <laughs> Susan! Look, just give us a sweets, or you'll get a trick. That's extortion. No, extortion's when you ask for money. We just want the sweets. <laughs> sweets, sweets! Well, sweets, we haven't got sweets. any, so on your bikes. Go on. Then you're gonna get a trick. Oh, really? Go on, then. You don't want a trick from a warlock. Try me. By all the powers above and below, I curse this house. Ha! 20 years too late. <laughs> Go on, tell the best you can do. and then gets egged in response before a visiting kid isn't impressed with the decorations. I like Halloween. It's just, this is rubbish. I mean, look at this. Spider webs, plastic skeletons. What were you thinking? They're special effects. Don't be soft. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Susan, <laughs> what he's trying to say is he doesn't believe in all this supernatural nonsense. It's not nonsense. My friend Ali's seen a ghost. A real one? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't, because they don't exist. Yes, they do. Otherwise, why do we have Halloween? And Ben doesn't react in the best way or help with the situation as usual. You see this world we're living in now? That's it. That's all there is. Yeah, no more. <laughs> yeah, no spirits, no ghosts, no vampires, no demons, nothing. And after we die, there's no reward waiting for us, no punishment, there's nothing. Yeah, that's it. We're stuck with it. But, but what will happen to me after I die? Well, Timmy, you'll either be burnt to cinders <laughs> and tossed on the flower bed, or you'll be buried and eaten by worms. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry. You'll be dead. Roger then arrives dressed as a ghost to celebrate the season. Yes. <laughs> it was me! Trick or treat! That is pathetic. Well, I didn't want to be too scary. <laughs> After all, I had to go on the bus. What? You walked that all the way here? Of course. It's Halloween. Is it? <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> all right, then. He must have thought I was a right prat. <laughs> and meanwhile, something strange has happened to Ben's beer. Ah, oh, Susan! <laughs> Put fake blood in my bloody beer. It wasn't me. Or me. Well, it wasn't me. Ooh. Please, would you just stop that? Who was it? A scary ghost. Ooh. Oh, shut up, Abby turns up from her party in a rather large cheese costume, but quite scared of the kids in the street. There's a load of kids out there massing in the street, and they look really hungry. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It's like that Hitchcock film with the birds. What's it called? The Birds. Yeah, that's right, The Birds. What is it called? <laughs> Did they hurt you? Yeah. They cheered at my cheese costume. The little devils! All right, Rogers, all right. Good job, they didn't have a greater. And these kids start to step up their tricks. Oh, that's nice, you've got a bonfire! What? 
My God, they set fire to my garden furniture! Right, that's it, I'm ringing the police. No, call the fire brigade. What good will they do? Put the fire out? And then what? No. It's the police or nothing. Or a bucket of water. <laughs> hello? Yeah, yeah, hello, yeah. Uh, some kids have set fire to my garden furniture. Yeah, I want you to send a squad car with, say, four officers and maybe a, a school's inspector. <laughs> and... and... Yeah, well, that is a coincidence, cos I've got better things to do with my time. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know it's Halloween. Yes, I know it's just kids. And that's all right, is it? Oh, oh, is it some kids kidnap a granny, torture and dismember her and that's fine, cos it's just kids? <laughs> Eventually, Ben does give in and puts on a costume of a devil, just in time to push Roger to spray the kids with rotten egg sitting right on his shoulder. Come on, Roger, do it. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Roger, you know you want to. <laughs> no, perhaps I shouldn't. Yes, you should. <laughs> They've egged your favourite sheet, Roger. They've humiliated you. But it's, it's just petty revenge. No, it's not just revenge, Roger. It's justice. <laughs> and, of course, it's not the kids, but... Ha-ha! Not exactly what you were expecting! <laughs> Hello, officers. <laughs> Good evening, sir. Would you mind telling us who's responsible for this? All right, all right, I confess. It was me, but he made me do it. <laughs> so the devil made you do it? Yeah. As the four finally relax, they hear noises upstairs. Someone's upstairs. And it turns out to be... <gasps> Mr Green! That's right. Oh, did I scare you? Huh? Uh, good. <laughs> Not nice, is it? Huh? Now you know how my little boy felt after his visit to your house of horror. He was terrified. It was the spider, wasn't it? It was your husband blathering on about worms, graves and corpses. <laughs> it's Halloween. Oh, Ben, that's so sweet. Is that the point? And over the credits, we get a final trick-or-treater greeted by the dentist, Ben. Who was that? One of my patients. <laughs> my Family is perfect fluff sitcom territory. Not offensive or edgy in any way, and happy to play on tropes of a beleaguered husband and nagging wife and idiotic side characters. Some of the jokes are amusing in a chuckly sort of way, but it doesn't raise any belly laughs. It's a fun bit of nothing, I wouldn't recommend it as a yearly watch, but if you have some spare time, it's an amusing 30 minutes of British horror Halloween comedy. <laughs> I thought I'd move my way upwards in the UK for this episode's little history bit, as I wanted to find out how many different parts of the UK celebrate Halloween. Scotland has always been relatively independent compared to England for many historical reasons, and they often have some brilliant and intriguing local traditions linked to food, celebrations, music and all sorts. So, I wondered how Halloween traditions may differ there, and found some interesting oddities or changes. First, a couple of things normal to Halloween, but slightly differently named in Scotland. We've all carved pumpkins with creepy or funny faces, popped in a candle and watched the flickering light. But before pumpkins came over, 
the traditional carving vegetable was turnips, and Scottish tradition called them neeps, so Scottish families are carving the neeps. This was also done originally for historical reasons of scaring away the spirits and ghouls on dark nights. Another tradition, now often a kid's game, is bobbing for apples. Again, this harks back to older traditions, but a name change has occurred from apple duking. It was originally done as a ritual linked to fertility and abundance. Many old traditions linked to ideas of relationships, with a particular game called nut burning helping young couples in older times. The game went with a newly engaged couple putting a nut into the fire. If the nut burned quietly, then the happy union would be guaranteed. But if the nut hissed and crackled and burned in a chaotic way, well, then the relationship may be on a rocky road to failure. But what about if you were single on Halloween? Well, fancy some green, leafy, iron-rich vegetables? A young man or woman would pull a kale stalk out of the ground, and the length and shape would predict your future lover's height and figure, with the amount of soul around the roots representing the wealth you would gain. Robert Burns, a famous Scots poet, wrote a poem called Halloween, which features a stanza of someone pulling out kale, as I will attempt to read to you now. Then first and foremost through the kale, their stocks mourn a bee sort ants, they steek their een in grape and whale, for muckle ains and straight ains. Poor Haverl Will fell off the drift and wandered through the bow kale, and pout for want a better shift, a runt was like a sow tail, say bout that night. And I think that this means he pulled a runt of a kale stalk, implying his future love life may not be promising. Any Scots speaker can refute me happily. Finally, I'll share a clip of superstar actor Ewan McGregor appearing on Conan O'Brien's chat show to talk about the Scottish version of trick-or-treating, known as guising. In your home country, is Halloween a big deal? Is, you know, is, is Halloween something that's, that's celebrated? Uh... It, is, it, is, it is now. When I was a kid, it was less so. We would go out... We didn't call it trick-or-treating, we called it guising. I don't know what? if that's just a... Yeah, guising. <laughs> guising, as but in I... we're guys? Uh... I don't know. I, I don't... think it's short for disguise. Oh, oh guising. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah, such an yeah. idiot, of course. Disguise, guising. Yeah. <laughs> so we would go Because I go out guising all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no one's interested, but it's what I do. No, we are, we are interested. Thank you very We'd much. We'd like to read about so it you the next gotta... day. <laughs> but uh, we would go out and it was, it was dressing up. It wasn't so much... It didn't have to be horror or blood or ghoulie. Ghoulie? Ghoulie. It, just, it, just yeah. had, it was just like being dressing up as someone else, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, and you would so have was... to do something. You'd do a little poem or a song or... A, I, I don't think we ever did a dance. But you, when people opened the door, you would have to perform a little thing in order to get the sweetie, or candy, as we call them here in America. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you call it a sweetie. I want to be sweetie. sweetie. <laughs> I'll be having these sweetie, yeah. I will. Yeah, yeah. I'm going guising for sweetie. <laughs> Finally, for the music section, I decided to try out some alternative British songs that have some sort of monstrous, creepy link in their lyrics. I wanted to share and try to strive for songs that may not be widely known, but perhaps should be. Let's begin with a gothic romance from a band called Veronica Falls, who are an indie pop band who formed in 2009 in London. They make dreamy, catchy indie pop with a slight 80s C86 vibe. They only released two albums, but their debut record, self-titled, was released via Bella Union, 
and opens with a suitably creepy track perfect for my Halloween episode called Found Love in a Graveyard. The song tells the tale of falling in love with the spirit and the broken-hearted nature of such a relationship, metaphorical or literal. Add in some shoegazy guitars for extra fuzzy bleakness and you've got a great spooky season track. artist is Jamie T, another London-based artist who had a big indie hit back in 2007 with Sheila, a belter of an indie anthem. Drunk, she stumbles down by your river, screams calling London, none of us heard her coming, I guess the carpet weren't rolled However, he's grown in songwriting skill ever since, releasing albums that only seem to get better, with his latest album, his fifth offering, The Theory of Whatever, receiving critical acclaim and helping him showcase brilliant festival performances this last summer. But we're dropping back to his third album, Carry On The Grudge from 2014, and specifically the second single from the album called Zombie. You're not the only one around here that needs a bit of fresh air. Cause I'm a sad, sad post tree, caught up in the love machine. No dream, concrete, walking like a zombie. Like a zombie. Best Track and Video at the Enemy Awards that year, and the song explores the feeling of zombie-like malaise. The video is worth checking out, inspired by Shaun of the Dead, as the band become more zombie-like with limbs falling off as they perform the song in a pub. I'll put the link in the show notes. And finally, a band from Peterborough, whose name alone gives them enough power to be here for a Halloween special, The Witches, spelt with a Y instead of an I. 
The Witches play with all sorts of dark alternative rock from psychedelic to post-punk with three albums to their name. Their first album, Annabelle Dream Reader, released in 2014 via Heavenly Recordings, has a brilliant track called Grave Dweller, a rousing thump of a song that feels a bit like The Cure smashed with Krautrock. Some violent lyrics about grave dwellers coming to get the singer make for a suitably creepy vibe. quite as obsessive and expansive as the USA when it comes to Halloween celebrations, but I hope I've been able to allay some misconceptions that we do quite like a horror-filled good time just as well as anyone. There are plenty of old traditions that originated here and continue to flourish in small regions. We occasionally pop a Halloween episode into our much-loved sitcoms, and some great British alternative musicians turn to the gothic side when appropriate to explore zombies and graveyards to get those goosebumps rising and spines tingling. Happy Halloween, everyone. Trick or treat? What does that mean? It means you give us some cash. No sweets, no credit cards. Why? Because it's the end of October!